You're listening to the Horizons Church Podcast. Good morning, but you won't knock down our wall. Good morning, <laughs> but she isn't gonna fall. You like that little VeggieTales thing? Uh, I thought it was a VeggieTales thing. That is a VeggieTales thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all know, you know. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Enough French said. peas. Exactly. Jericho. Yeah. Throwing down slushies. Mm-hmm. That really confused me as a child. Wait, what, dude? The slushies. Because why are there slushies in the grocery aisle? Well, yeah, and so a couple things, actually. Here we go into VeggieTales lore, okay? Let's do it. Let's do it. Here are these French peas, right? Now, of course, we're bypassing the fact that we have these anthropomorphic talking vegetables. Yeah, of course. Okay? That's just, we're just assuming in this reality, Mm -hmm. you know. But they're out in the desert in this walled city. Where are you getting the uh, ingredients (laughs) for slushies, man? You know, <laughs> hard, Where, to that, hard to keep that cold, huh? Yeah, you know, and I mean, they're dressed in period appropriate garments. These that vegetables are, you know, that it's like, true, oh yeah, yeah, you're wearing like the time period is pre-slushy. <laughs> the you know, pre-slushy the pre-slushy era. era. <laughs> Where are these slushies coming from? That's a really good shout. And then two, because you know, I was thinking, man, this is mostly. Mm. They're telling the story as vegetables, but, you know, oh, like, it's true to, like, they're going to march around the wall, which happens in the story, mm-hmm. and the wall is going to fall, mm-hmm. contrary to the expectation of the French peas. Right, right. But then I'm thinking, <laughs> well, no, when the people in Jericho, if they were going to do something, like, wouldn't they launch arrows, you know? That would make a lot of sense. Wouldn't they actually want to kill you would want to. Yeah, and Most, as a young child, I'm I'm already thinking, like, why aren't we... Why aren't we seeing vegetable on vegetable bloodshed? <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's like, you're not fooling me. Like, I think it's like, there's this idea, like, kids shouldn't see that sort of thing, right? And, you know, uh, you don't want to be gratuitous about it. Right, right, right. But right. I am, like, thinking... They can have a lot I of I know bad arrows. things happen. Yeah. Yeah. I know bad things happen. It's like G.K. Chesterton said, you know, the child doesn't need protected from the boogeyman. He knows the boogeyman exists. Yeah. You know, the child doesn't need to be told that dragons aren't real. He knows dragons exist. He needs to be told stories that tell him dragons can be beaten. You wow. know? Yeah. That's the thing with the French peas. You know, like, listen, slushies? No. Slushies, so no. many things not working for me here. You know? <laughs> anyway, that's my critique of late 90s. <laughs> You know, Protestant, uh, I did see a meme where it was like art throughout the ages and you have like medieval and pre-modern Catholic Italian art. And Uh it's like, it's like, this is the pinnacle of culture, you know, Michelangelo and Raphael and Dante, like it is amazing. And then even the Eastern Orthodox has a very distinct style, but Mm. you know, you get the Greek Byzantine culture and it's beautiful in its own right, you know, all these differences. So it's got that. And it's like, (laughs) the next panel of the meme is modern protestant art talking vegetable <laughs> 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 like, oh, man. i say that with no hate toward veggie tales you know i appreciate for what it is That's you know amazing. it's it's got its own charm <laughs> yeah. but anyway how did we get on this oh yes uh, I, I i sang the french pea song for my own ends but yeah anyway it's great so i trust you're doing well this day i am doing well as well as i can be you know Really? As well as you can be? As well. You want to press that n- distinction? Me, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, you could be richer, you could be, you know. You know what I don't like? What? I don't like this, and I'm sorry to anyone listening who says it. I will not hold it against you. I will, not, I will not stand in judgment, but I don't particularly care for when people say, better than I deserve. Like, Oh, uh, yes. What is that? <laughs> why, why are you like just like swishing the conversation here? I don't. It's not like, what do you want me to do with that? Like, we deserve death. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yes, I understand we deserve eternal death.
total damnation. So, <laughs> Thanks like, be to God, okay. I'm not damned. <laughs> so okay, let me. So my response is, mm, you know, better than expected. Hey, better than expected. There we go. It's <laughs> early-ish. Yep. There are many days in which, right now, I would be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> but now I feel good. I feel healthy i'm glad to hear it so there's a weird pause after that because i didn't know if i should add the word ish oh healthy ish <laughs> i, I the... was previously sick i'm feeling oh, really right, good yeah. now yep. energized you know ready to get at it right? yeah <laughs> yeah that's it no right I, I feel good yeah i'm glad to hear that mm. i'm glad to hear that you know what i'm hoping our listeners will be glad to hear about today what is that some things we're enjoying yeah these days you know because yeah. we tend to cover rather sober and serious theological biblical topics on the podcast and mm. rightly so sure because you know we're a church podcast that is you want to address things that are pertinent to you know <laughs> the text of scripture and how the faith is lived and so on and so forth but every once in a while we like to simply take joy in the good things god has given us mm. we've done this in a few episodes in the past where we'll that's just say true. like hey here's some recommendations some things that are putting some smiles on our faces and that's biblical i think mm. part of my hope in doing this because i don't know that i've ever explained this but Part of my hope in having these discussions is not just to say, oh, hey, here's the things we like, and maybe you'll like them, go buy them. I mean, maybe you will. I don't know. <laughs> or you'll enjoy them if you don't want to buy them. Or maybe just like, oh, yeah, you know, that's nice. But yeah. it's very biblical to practice gratitude yeah. and to uh, extol God for his good gifts. We have all kinds of passages that talk about this. I mean, I could just, I could pull all manner of references, but just to give us like four. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that number, you need, you know, something other than just the normal Trinitarian three right, and right, right. nothing more, you know, you don't want like seven, but get extra credit verse. Yeah. There. You know, an extra credit verse, you know, but you have James who famously says that every good and perfect gift comes from above. You have Ecclesiastes nine, seven, which says, go eat your bread with joy and drink your wine with a merry heart for God hmm. has already approved of what you do. Words of the teacher you have in the law about tithes. Here's maybe a surprising bit okay. in the law about tithes. God says in Deuteronomy 14, 24 to 26, and he's talking about when you're supposed to go up to the place where he's made his name dwell, which would later be Jerusalem, okay. and you're making your offerings. If the way is too long for you so that you are not able to carry the tithe, when the Lord your God blesses you, because the place is too far from you, which the Lord your God chooses to set his name there, then you shall turn it into money and bind up the money in your hand and go to the place that the Lord your God chooses and spend the money for whatever you desire. What on earth? Oxen what? or sheep or wine or strong drink, whatever your appetite craves, and you shall eat there before the Lord your God and rejoice, you and your household. This is throwing me for the loop of loops. Yeah, that's God telling you to do that, not me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I mean, you have the Psalms, which are replete with commands to give thanks to God. Mm. So... Today, that's what we want to do. We want to practice some gratitude and just talk about what sorts of things we're enjoying. And yeah. I'll uh, I'll throw in an extra biblical quotation here that <laughs> okay. I'm I'm fond of. G.K. Chesterton, the ever venerable G.K. Chesterton, mm. he said that thanks are the highest form of thought, and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. Wow. And I think that's true. I think expressing gratitude for things. I'm about to get off into a brief philosophical <laughs> diatribe, but I think it's worth it before we begin that it's easy for us. Um, actually, let me take that back. I'll say it's easy for me. Maybe it's hmm. not a temptation for others, but it's easy for me to look at my life, look at the past, think about the future and think about the things that haven't gone right or haven't gone well or things that I've missed out on or that shape of things. Yeah. And that does have a rather dowering effect on my soul and my heart, mm. right? And there's a time to do that, you know? Obviously, like, especially like when it comes to sin, there's a time you need to confess that and repent. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a lot more proportionally 
in Scripture about expressing thanks. And there is something about practicing gratitude for the things you do have and the gifts you have received that really, I think, puts things in a proper perspective. Because even with, like, sin and confessing it and repenting of it, that should lead us into the joy and kindness of the Lord in his assurance of pardon and forgiveness, right? And his Mm -hmm. mercy Mm -hmm. and his willingness to draw us back. So I think it's just a helpful habit. This is something I actually do every morning is I specifically list three things I'm grateful for. And it really does have, it sounds like little and silly, but very transformative effect. Wow. So without further ado, here are a few things that Ethan and I are enjoying these days. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I'll let you start since I've okay. blabbered on too much. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> um, so something that I, I very recently been kind of looped into, and it's been a long time coming, right? In fact, there's a little backstory. I'll truncate it. I was... As I mentioned, a little under the weather. Yeah. But I took this time to like rearrange my entire kitchen. Hmm, Yes. Surprisingly cathartic. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm the type of person who will like, stuff will be on the counter, but for the purposes of organization. And then I'll just get so fed up with seeing... stuff on the surfaces i'm like i want it clean i want it clear i want it to look nice and then i just like go scorched earth so i recently did did kind of a session of that rearrange things really kind of streamline the experience and a lot of this as no one will be surprised led to the organization of my coffee corner naturally as it is now in a corner but i say i say in a corner as though it's like it's no longer in the side it is now the full corner Mm, it was really an upgrade Uh, (laughs) but i needed another outlet for my big entry number one which is a stag ekg electric kettle by fellow love the name it sounds it sounds like i said a lot of gibberish there (laughs) i will i will confess and i don't even know what ekg means (laughs) I mean, aside from like the medical your procedure <laughs> with caffeine, uh, but I think it's like called stag because of the handle, like the way the handle is shaped. It's oh. just, it has like this kind of natural resting place for your thumb. It just looks neat. Frankly, I don't know. Nice. It kind of looks like a Scandinavian design, but it's like a gooseneck kettle. Mm-hmm. What I had been doing for ages is just throwing water in a measuring glass and putting it in the microwave. And it's like, that's fine. Yeah. But I could, I could do better. The kettle is the way to go. It really yeah. is. There were two tests it needed to pass. One, which obviously it was going to as a gooseneck kettle, I wanted to be able to have like precise control over the pour. I yep. wanted that to be something that I could be precise about and be measured about if I wanted to just try different types of coffee making. But the other thing, because let's be real, it's speed. How fast can this water heat up compared to the microwave? Yeah. It's actually better. It's more efficient. You can control the dial that has the temperature. It looks super nice. You can yeah. tell it to hold the temperature. It's life changing. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, that, yeah. 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 That nice. is extra nice because none of them, I have two kettles and neither of them have that feature in particular. That is awesome. Yeah. If you are a coffee or tea drinker and you don't have a kettle yet, you ought to get one. For real. And Ethan just recommended apparently a great one. It is really great. They, they make a couple different versions, different price points, and I, I would encourage you to, to go for it. But I will say this, and I was hugely helped. I don't know if anyone else can be can be helped in such a way. If you've not heard the podcast ads at this point in your life <laughs> about honey, it's not a, not a sponsor here. We don't have sponsors here. But if they were, I would shout it from the rooftops because they are supreme. It's a plug-in for your browser, and it, it just searches a bunch of coupons for you at the checkout. I, I legit, yeah. this is like not even a bit. I saved $40. Amazing. Four zero dollars <laughs> That's a lot of, to me, that's a sizable chunk of that That kettle. is a sizable chunk. So, that that is awesome. Yeah. So also bonus, get honey as a plug-in for your browser if you 
you haven't yet. Because <laughs> what are you doing? It's free, and you're just missing out on coupons. Yeah. Well, that's excellent. Well, my number one entry, first entry here, is the Monk Manual Planner. I like the name. Yeah, great name because, you know, do I want to be a monk? Sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> that would be great, you know? Um, not really. There's a lot of that I, I don't want to do. But it's really cool because I've had a mild obsession with paper planners for really? a long time. Yeah, that's right. And, I, I uh, said really like with a question mark. <laughs> it didn't belong there. <laughs> but, you know, I've I've used all kinds of systems and tinkered with, you know, productivity and planning mm-hmm. over the years. And I, I never found one that fully did what I wanted it to do. So like I'd have to make modifications, whatever, et cetera, right? Long story short, I can't even remember how I discovered it. It was either through a mutual friend or perhaps it was an Instagram ad. Point being, I came across this thing called the Monk Manual. So I'm like, oh yeah, Monk, I'm interested in that. What this guy did was he researched especially the essential practices of monastic life Okay. to figure out like, well, how is it that these monks who, you know, you don't think about them in terms of productivity, but they get so much done and they always seem so at peace about it. Like they're never in a rush. <laughs> monks are not in a rush. If you've yeah. never been around, like the monastic life is not hurried. Mm-hmm. It is intentional. It is diligent and things happen. And so he created this manual, this 90 day planner that basically lays out for you in a template the ways you can do that. So, for example, a lot of planners are focused on goals and laying out steps for getting those done, which is fine. And that's a component of this. But he also includes, as I mentioned earlier, he includes a spot that you fill out every day of things you're grateful for. Oh, okay. And then you have a box that says, here's what I'm looking forward to today. And then you have a box that says, what is one way I can give today? And then here's, for me, what's really awesome about it is it has a reflect section at the end of the day where you mention highlights, things that like you really liked, And then moments where you were at your best. And then here's another really key piece. Moments you felt unrest. Ooh, hello. That is a really helpful barometer for things that like, well, like I kept, you know, you may not realize you keep feeling unrest around the same thing until you actually stop. You're like, oh, wait a minute. Every time this happens, I feel anxious or I feel unrested. And then you can address that. And uh, it's a brilliant little planner. It looks gorgeous. It's quarterly, so it's 90 days. But um, it's laid out with month planning, week planning, and daily planning. So you get all these different checkpoints. It's just amazing. I don't want to take up all our time talking about it. But I've been using it now for, I think, three years. Whoa. I've not switched to anything else. And Steve Lawson, the guy who founded it and created it, he keeps adding cool little things to it. It's excellent. As far as if you want a planner that will help you not only their thing is they want to help you um, not just be a human doing, but a human being, yeah. which is like, oh, you know, it's a little, little like I would almost say cheesy, but like it works because it's not just about getting stuff done. It's also it about how, how to be and they do back it up. Yeah. So highly recommend if you're in the planning sphere and you're into that sort of thing. That highly a recommend. Of, a lot of surprises in store there. Yeah. I didn't expect. Yeah. It's most excellent. Ah, neat. So my my second piece, and it's a, it's the second piece because I'm like it's not strong enough to end on. It's just a me thing. It's just this little thing. And <laughs> I can't, why am I saying? I can't believe I'm saying this. But this is very much like we have business to take care of when we talk about life and things on the podcast. Yeah. But this is like this is behind the scenes. This is my yeah. private life. Oh, here we go. Beyond coffee. Getting to know Ethan here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real deep cut. When I grew up, I watched a show called Robot Wars in the late 90s. This mm. was this was fundamental. You don't have me now without me then. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was really important. And uh, I, I will say that show was like, it was, I feel like everyone who walked into that building left with tetanus. <laughs> like, 
It looks highly unregulated and highly unsafe, like in the worst, grimiest way. But it was entertaining, right? In fact, yeah. I, I, I've been looking back into old videos and, and I can't, like, it was a big thing in, in the UK and everything, but what, what mattered here, it was hosted by, I think his name was Mick Foley. Does that that name rings a bell? Because he was in pro wrestling, apparently, which is so funny because like you could shout a lot of the same things in a, in a match between two robots with like death machines on them <laughs> that you could at a wrestling match, I imagine. But anyway, that show died. I don't know why I'm telling you about this. the The neat buttoned up professional version of that show was, as I'm sure everyone has heard, is BattleBots. Yeah, I remember BattleBots. And when I was recently out of commission, I was a bit ill, and I'm like, oh, well, let's turn this into a vacation. I'm like, I wonder if that's streaming somewhere. I can just watch old episodes. Oh, it's more than streaming. They're still making this crap. I say crap. I love it. They're still making this beautiful competition of machines and carnage. I, oh my word! So I spent literally days and days rewatching the past few years, the past few seasons of this stuff. That's and, amazing. And buckle up because January comes another New season. season. <laughs> I'm so I have like I that have is like amazing. My still team, making it. I have com- I'm in it. I'm so I'm so in it right now. I can't even tell you. So it has been. I love that. It's been a renaissance of of BattleBots for me. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm. Quite frankly, actually, you mentioned this actually to us, or uh, you mentioned this to me actually yesterday, yeah. separately, and I, I'm shocked actually they're still <laughs> making it. It's awesome, <laughs> right? It's just amazing. Yeah. So well, that's on, and I kind of want to check it out. It's Re- Live some of my childhood memories. Yeah. I would say like if there's any takeaway, I would just encourage anyone to revisit something that was special to them as yeah. a kid because it's like there's a very good chance that it's still pretty special. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Absolutely. Well, my second thing will come as no surprise to anyone who spent any significant amount of time around me (laughs) um and that is blackwing pencils yeah because we're not just talking about any any pencils here okay you got to understand this (laughs) it's true though okay i I don't want to hate the ticonderoga number two you know yellow pencil Mm -hmm. okay solid classic you know i'm not here to hate on it Mm. okay but if you really like pencils (laughs) mm -mm. no way man you got to step up your game yeah um i am wearing actually right now I mean, I'm so into Blackwing, I'm wearing Blackwing merch. You bought me a hat for Christmas, <laughs> a Blackwing hat. That's true. This is how well, you you know me yeah. so well, and you know that my obsession with pencils runs so deep. Uh, but, mm. you know, what's so special about these pencils, you asked? Mm. Everything. Oh, <laughs> glad you... <laughs> no, it's really cool because... Um, if you look at the core models, that's all I'll talk about. They have something called a volume subscription. Actually, they have all kinds of things. Yeah. I just don't have time. I love it because I love pencils. But let's just take the core models. They have four core models. And you get different kinds of graphite mm. with them, okay? Oh, so okay. so you have the Blackwing Matte, which is a black pencil with soft graphite. Mm. You have what's called the Pearl. It's a white pencil with medium graphite. You have the 602, which is a like sleek sleek gray Mm. pencil with hard graphite and then you have the natural which is my favorite which looks like just a natural wood oh yeah 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 with extra firm graphite okay so depending on what you're into right because i just i love writing with these is like of course what i'm doing right Mm -hmm. like my monk manual planner and my pencils yeah it goes very Um, nicely but you know i'm an avid journaler as well so and if I'm, like, for example, our Advent devotional, before I typed that up, I hand wrote it. Oh, wow. I had these, I have these big notebooks and I hand wrote it in pencil. Really um, cool. So I love the 602 and the natural in particular because they're firm graphite, which is great for writing. You know, they, the graphite lasts a little longer. You can be a little not so hard on the pressure, you know, yeah, you can and you still get okay. your, your stuff down. Um, but also every once in a blue moon, 
Not often at all. I am an amateur and a hobbyist in the strongest sense of the term. I have a little sketchbook, <laughs> oh, and yeah. I like to do little sketches, uh-huh. and I'm no good at them, okay? But it's just fun. Yeah, absolutely. And the the matte and the, the pearl, which have a slightly softer graphite, are great for that oh, because of the shading and the things you can do and yeah. all of that. And, oh, they're just so wonderful. Like, if you're into tactile things yeah. and you want to you know you're into writing or drawing or doing any of that stuff these pencils cannot be beat you're Dang. just you're not in my experience and i've I'm, I'm not a pencil connoisseur i've not tried every pencil there is under the sun <laughs> but i've not found any better yeah. than these and if you're really into them you, there's all kinds of extras mm. again just so awesome it's a whole it's like a whole writing suite it is yeah Dang. it is and if you want to try them out you can actually get a little set that has all four and you can just oh very nice and do that thing so very nice that's my that's my little I, I just love those it just it makes doing anything in that wise so enjoyable yeah my last one this has been an interesting little development in my life i'm trying to expand what i can do in the kitchen because frankly i would be happy to end every day with breakfast <laughs> make a scrambled egg every single night i could do that oh. and i almost do um <laughs> But I was like, what? I just wanted, I wanted to try something. I wanted to, you know, I don't know why I landed on this particular idea, but I wanted to make a pepper sauce. What does that mean, Ethan? <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Uh, but whatever it is, whatever you would want to classify this as, it was so rewarding. The amount of effort to the amount of reward is unprecedented. <laughs> and, and that's like a huge metric for me. Like, am I going to spend yeah. all day to finish this? I don't eat slowly. That's fun little fact that no one asked for <laughs> so it's got to like really pay off and this pays off in spades so i will actually share with you in brief how to make this because it is, it's so freaking simple like you could have a pencil and paper right now and jot down everything because it's 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 that easy open my monk manual grab my black wing <laughs> and i'll do it and and there's like so much you can customize to your taste as well so I, i'll kind of explain it this way you need three cups of hot peppers okay so you get to choose the flavor profile right here and now yeah me personally i am a hardcore fan of the habanero pepper i can that's my favorite pepper on everything at all times so i kind of divided the amount so i get two cups of habanero peppers and one cup of serrano peppers freaking just go wild man do whatever you want if you're like i don't like spicy things go easy yeah do whatever you need to do then get a fourth cup of bell pepper now you say fourth cup what does that mean here's here's my suggestion (laughs) just lop off the top and the bottom and cut the rest and put it in you're going to be fine just liberally cut off the ends and what you have left is probably just about right as long as it's not some gargantuan mutant pepper (laughs) here's another here's another point of customization how much garlic do you want oh yeah do you want to go like like hometown italian restaurant six cloves Kill Dracula, like, right away. Kill Dracula right away. That's exactly right. <laughs> the anti-Transylvanian mix. <laughs> first, first, and it's actually good. You would think that would actually kill a person or a vampire. But it, it's fine. I think I would I would walk that back to, like, one or two cloves. Just so I don't okay. feel like, am I going to, like, repel humans <laughs> um, with more than personality? Yeah, not just Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want a tablespoon of coarse salt, two tablespoons of vinegar, a quarter cup of olive oil, which seems like a lot, but it actually helps provide consistency. Mm. Here's the key. Here's the most, uh, perhaps most essential thing beside the peppers. A third cup of cilantro. Ooh. Like get some cilantro leaves yeah. from like the fresh section of Kroger. And then a fourth cup. Here's a surprise. Mint leaves. Ooh. Don't know why, yeah. but it works. Yeah, why the heck not? That's what and I you say. Just, you throw all of these ingredients at once. I, I chop the peppers up to like, you know, so you get a feel for how many you need. And then you've got your new rule of thumb. Just 
just throw all this junk in a food processor or a blender. I don't have a processor. I have a blender. It's an excellent blender. Throw it all in, flip it on. You want your consistency to be kind of like guacamole or salsa or something like that. You know what I mean? Like not yeah. puree. Yeah. But if you want to, like, what, what am I going to stop you from doing that? <laughs> He's going to come hit the button. Whoa, buddy, that's <laughs> time, quite enough. Time to slow down. <laughs> but um, this stuff keeps for like, apparently, based on the recipe that I've now modified, for like three months. Excellent. You'll wow. get, you'll eat through it like way faster than three months. <laughs> it's too good because it goes on everything. Put it on eggs. Put it on a sandwich. Put it in anything. It doesn't matter. It's <laughs> it's so it's genuinely so good. So and it's so good because you make it like the way you love to eat like peppers. What peppers do you like? It's been great. The reward that sounds awesome to investment ratio. You've never I seen anything I think I like am it. unironically going to try this it's this so week. It's worth it, man. It's I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm actually, after this, after this, after work today, I'm going to Kroger to get more ingredients. I need, because I have to restock. <laughs> it's so excellent. <laughs> I need more sauce. <sighs> oh, well, that's excellent. Well, my final entry and the final one for this podcast episode then would be what I think is one of the best things to happen to reading <laughs> in, since, since Gutenberg's printing press. <laughs> I'm pushing that a little bit, obviously, for effect, but I believe it was for last Father's Day, at some point, some significant day Mm -hmm. in which I would receive a gift. (laughs) Morgan got me a Kindle Paperwhite. I don't know what that is. Okay. Well, boy, I'm here to tell you. (laughs) Because, you know, I love reading. There's nothing virtuous about that for me because I get people like, read all these things. Like, no, it's just like, that's just what I love to do. You know, in my spare time, I want to read. And the problem is, is physical books take up space. So we have a number of physical books. But just no, like there's just in this day and age, <laughs> yeah. especially where so much is available digitally, That's um, true. it makes it so much easier to search things if you have it available mm-hmm. digitally mm-hmm. and easier to access and et cetera. For example, I have an 1600 book theological library, 1600 books. What? Okay, I do. 1500 of them are on Logos Bible software. Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just so easy with digital technology. I say that like I'm like 90 years old with the powers of digital technology. But no, like the search capacity. I mean, it's just unreal to be able to find anything you want quickly. Yeah. As opposed to, I mean, like, now I think think that reference shows up in this, in volume seven of 16 of this thing. And like, no, no, you just, you don't have time for that. No. You know, you're not, you're not John Calvin. You got things (laughs) to do. So anyway, I'm bringing all back around to say the Kindle Paperwhite. I have a number of books on Kindle Mm. and the Kindle Paperwhite is a small, compact, like can fit in your back pocket almost depending on their size reader. And it has enough space on it to hold basically as many books as you want. You can take it with you wherever you want to go. It's got a backlight. So if you want to read at night and Mm. you want to dim it a little bit, but you know, you don't want to keep the lights on. No problem. You can read it there. I've taken it to (laughs) Disney World, like when I've been waiting in line. Yeah. Now that's what I do. Guess what? Oh, pulling out my Kindle Paperwhite. I'm going to read a book (laughs) while I'm in line, you know, waiting three hours to get on Flight of Passage. I can read through a chunk of a book. True. It is revolutionized the way I can read. You know what I mean? Because I think uh, a difficulty in reading for a lot of folks is that we think, oh, if I don't have, you know, two hours to sit down and set aside to reading this novel or this book to get a significant chunk out of it, why bother? What do you mean? Why bother? Just just pick up a Kindle Paperwhite. You can take all those books with you. You know, like, oh, you know, you want to read some theology? Boom. Read that there. You want to read a novel? Boom. Read that there. You have Amazon Prime? Tons of books for free. Very Download true. them straight to your Kindle. Bada bing, bada boom. You know? <laughs> That's right. It's so easy to use. It's wonderful. No distractions. Right? So you can use the Kindle app on your phone uh, yeah. or computer, but 
the inherent difficulty with that is, you know, you just have access to a lot of other things. True. Yeah. Your Kindle Paperwhite, reading exclusive. That's mm. all you're going to do on that bad boy. And so uh, I love it. It's awesome. Holds a charge for weeks sometimes. Like, you don't need to charge it frequently. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, it is amazing. Mm. I love it. And if you are into reading or want to be into reading, I highly recommend it. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. The things that bring a smile to our face. Sounds good. And, you know, hopefully they brought some smiles to your faces. <laughs> and maybe you want to pick up some of these things. Or if anything else, you know what? Maybe this will inspire you to just think of three things yourself that you're really enjoying these days, you're grateful yeah. for, and you can talk to someone about them or write them down, and you can give thanks to God for those things. Because I am thankful to God for Absolutely. these things. They just bring me such joy. So thank you for listening. You bring us joy. <laughs> and you also bring us joy if you leave us an honest five-star review and share there. with your friends. <laughs> Uh, we're grateful for that and uh, we really are truly grateful for those of you who listen to us and uh, lend us your ears on such a regular basis so thank you for joining us and we will catch you next time